Now, before I start talking about the content of this podcast, I need to talk about the one previous. And in the one previous, there are not mistakes. Yeah, no mistakes. No mistakes. No mistakes that I made um, in the, the way I recorded it. So, let me explain. What happened was, you've seen in that one, I got very excited to tell you guys about how organised that was. And in doing so, I had completely forgotten to turn the camera back on at all after. But that wasn't the only mistake. The other mistake is that I was constantly recording in 4K, which is extremely difficult to edit um, because I currently don't have a great laptop. And not only that, it's quite good to be organised because I forgot what the mistakes were and I should have written them down. Oh, and I didn't, so my, the way I visualised this podcast to look was that I would have a lot of footage and a lot of sort of memes and GIFs to break up the footage. But because I recorded so little, um, I had to use so many pictures, so many GIFs, so many videos uh, that weren't my face, which were extremely difficult to edit. Like it took, not difficult, but it just took ages. Because let's, one picture is, what, 10 seconds max before you get bored of looking at that. I don't want you to get bored looking at one picture. So I have to mix up the pictures basically every 10 seconds. And that's a half an hour video where I have about five minutes of actual face cam footage. So it got to a point literally during editing where I was like, I'm not even having fun. Let me just cancel this podcast. But that's not true because I genuinely had a lot of fun recording last podcast despite how nervous I was at the start of it. Like towards the end when I really got into it I was having a lot of fun recording it. So I am not doing that uh, method of editing again. Okay, now that I've gotten the previous podcast out of the way I'll talk about this podcast which I still don't have an intro for nor do I have a title for these podcasts. Hopefully by the time I get around to uploading these I'll have sort of a name for this series but for now there's going to be called the podcast and this episode is called i'm sorry my question is why is that a thing to say i'm sorry if something bad happens people oops, people they're kind of default is to say oh i'm sorry you know i broke up my girlfriend oh i'm so sorry to hear that it's like what that doesn't when you really think about it doesn't make sense I'm not sure I can murder wrong with a changed heart. Like you murdered the wrong person, for example. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't actually mean to kill you. Something along those lines. Yes, that was a really dark example. But something that makes sense in a situation where something bad has happened for the person to say, I'm sorry. Right? When you think about because I'm sorry, it's an apology. You know? You're apologizing for something. So even saying I'm sorry to hear that is bad because when you when you break it down, what you're saying is I apologize to hear something bad has happened, and that sounds very rude. It's the card maker's fault. Oh yes, haha. <laughs> so when I was talking to my god sister about this, she was saying that she has a very bad habit of saying I'm sorry. Like she knows, she acknowledges that a situation may not be her fault. But she just, it's her default to say, I'm sorry if something bad has happened, right? And I was like, so I said, why do you think that is? Because I was obviously taking some notes here. 
And she goes, oh, because that's what you see in all the cards. So it's the card maker's fault. Throughout this entire series, yeah, I'm going to get extremely gassed when my organisation comes to my rescue because this is beautiful. Man. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I apologise to hear something bad has happened. That just sounds rude. Like, because why are you... It doesn't... It just doesn't make sense. I apologise to hear something bad has happened. Man. Okay? But it's not your fault. So unless what you're telling me is your fault. So my um, camera... Let me screenshot it for you now. So I can uh, show you what I mean. But the way I've got my camera and notes set up. The playback is on the right hand side of my screen. So I had to look into the right hand side here. Anyway, so yeah. When you hear something bad, it's not, it's not right to say, I'm sorry. Um, and shout out to a friend, uh, Anike. Because when I... Most people, 90% of the people that I told, oh yeah, by the way, me and my ex broke up. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. Literally, to every single one of those people, I said to you, why are you sorry? Because it's not your fault. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to tell me, I'm, unless it is your fault. In which case, how dare you? No, I'm joking. Because I know it's not your fault. I know it's not your fault. You know it's not your fault. So why, what are you apologising for? And the reason I say shout out to Anneke because when I told her, she didn't say anything. She, because I was talking about my birthday party, she was like, oh, is my ex not coming? And I was like, no, actually, we broke up. And she was like, oh. And the conversation went on, we still talk, like, was talking about the party. And then she, um, the conversation kind of died down. And then at the end of it all, I was like, oh, by the way, thank you for not, you know, saying, I'm sorry, do you want to talk about it? And she was like, yeah, you know, it's not my place to say if you wanted to talk about it, you would tell me. I did tell her um, why we broke up. Because it's not like, I'm not, like, I'm okay with, with the whole breakup and why we broke up and everything like that. So it's not like I was opposed to talking about it with people. But the fact that you're saying, I'm sorry, do you want to talk about it? It just, it's like, shut up, man. You're just saying that because it's the thing to say. And that's, that's what it comes down to. And that's why it's in all the cards. Because that's just the thing to say. But there's a lot of things to say that don't make sense. And this is just one of them. And so I was like, thank you for just accepting that as a statement rather than an opportunity for you to chime in and say, oh, I'm sorry, do you want to talk about it? Because to me, it just feels like when you say that, you're just trying to justify or kind of prove. It's an opportunity for you to try and prove that you care. But if you're saying the same thing that everybody else is saying, it doesn't feel like you care. Um, and if you're one of those people, if you're watching this and you're one of those people that said to me, I'm sorry, do you want to talk about it? It's not an indictment on you because this is the thing to say. This is something, this is a habit that has been built up over time and people are comfortable with, people will acknowledge that when something bad happens, the right thing to do is to say to that person, I'm sorry. So I'm not telling you off for that, but I'm saying it doesn't make sense. So shout out to you, Anakin. Um, and I've written down some alternatives to uh, if something bad happens. So the first one is, uh, do you want to talk about it? And that's saying straight away. That's something to say straight away. So when something bad happens, the first thing I usually say is, do you want to talk about it? Because sometimes people just tell you bad news just to get it off of their own chest, right? So, if 
for example, I got a bad grade at university. <laughs> what a terrible example. <laughs> wow. Anyway, let's just say I am a uni student and I got a bad grade. And I was really upset about it. I might turn to a friend and say, look, you know, I've got an E in my coursework. And then just saying that out loud, me personally, it would trigger me to then say, okay, you got E, so what's next? Because it's not the end of the world. So the important thing that my friend could do is to then say, do you want to talk about it? Because I can even then turn around and say, yes, because now that I've failed this course, now that I've failed this course, I need to talk about my options. So what do you think about me changing course? And then my friend will say, oh, you know, X, Y, Z, I don't know. Whatever they're, they're going to say at the time, whatever their message is of the situation. Rather than them saying, I'm sorry. Because that's just going to make me feel like a dickhead. Like, why do you pity me? Why are you pitying me for, you know? Because there are, there, are, there are only two reasons. There are only two reasons why you would get bad grades. Reason number one, you don't enjoy what you're doing, so you, you didn't put in effort. Reason number two, you just didn't put in effort. So either way, it's your own fault, right, that you've gotten a bad grade. It's your own fault if you've got a bad grade. So my friend's saying to me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got a bad grade. But it's my own fault. So don't, don't act like, you know, you could have done something and you saying I'm sorry is making yourself feel better. It's not your fault that I've got a bad grade, it's mine. So the best thing you can do as a friend is to help me in any way that you can. So you saying, do you want to talk about it? It's going to open up some possibilities to me to then bounce ideas off of you and see what, what's, going to, what's, what's going to work. However, that is not, that would be my go-to to someone who is sad or they've received some bad news. But you should always make sure that they're okay to talk about it first. Because if something bad has really happened, like something, sorry, if something really bad has happened, some people may not want to talk about it yet. So instead of saying, do you want to talk about it? Um, if you know that the person is really emotional, you know, and anything can set them off at any given time, which is okay, and I'll get to that in a second, that's okay. But if you know that person is, is extremely emotional then you should always check say instead of saying do you want to talk about it say to them are you okay to talk about it because that would either put them at ease to them because to them that's you saying oh i'm ready to talk about it when you are but if you're not ready to talk about it we don't have to or if they're not ready to talk about it as i said then you could say i'm not okay to talk about it right now cool change the subject because in that instance, the best thing for that person is to not be thinking about what's just happened to them. Obviously, that's not, I'm not telling you to repress any bad information, any sad news you've received. But it's important to remember that you don't have to deal with your issues right as they happen to you. So if my goldfish just died, right? <laughs> my goldfish just died. <laughs> And I'm not ready. To, I don't know what that was. I'll be honest with you. You're looking at me like, what was that? I'm looking at me like, what was that? Let's just move on. My goldfish just died. I'm really upset about it. 
I know what I need to do. I'm either going to buy a new one or not buy a new one, right? But right in this very moment in time, I just want to grieve my goldfish. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's number two. Make sure they're okay to talk about first. And the third thing I put is nothing. As I said, I briefly mentioned it a second ago. Sometimes people just want to tell you something just to get it off their chest. Maybe something like, uh, maybe something like, oh, the first podcast they did, they had many mistakes. Let's say the person, I don't know, hypothetically speaking, knows what mistakes they've made and knows how to correct those mistakes. But they're still a bit upset about the mistakes they made. Maybe this, they just need to accept that they've made these mistakes. Hypothetically speaking. So it'd be good for a person, a random hypothetical person, to just openly say to someone, say, look, the first episode of the podcast, the content was good, but the quality that it was put out, not so much. But I know what to do to change it. Hey, look, that person might feel a lot better about themselves. Speaking of feeling better about yourself, Next point, oh, I need to, so introduction, outroduction, transition. These three things are something I need to work on. Uh, I'll probably do that this week actually, just brainstorm for my day. What to do when you're not in the mood to do anything. What do you do? What I do is nothing. Because I know... Whatever I do when I'm in a bad mood, it's gonna um, the outcome is gonna annoy me. So let's say, for example, and this is one I I genuinely had to stop playing two K because this genuinely this game that game NBA two K twenty sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I don't play it anymore because it puts me into a bad mood. And once I'm in that bad mood, anything I do following that. Is this going to hurt me? I might be talking to someone and they're going to say something that means absolutely nothing and it's going to piss me off. I might move to a different game. I might play some Minecraft. I'll fall and die. And that'll piss. Bear in mind, I don't play hardcore Minecraft, yeah? So if I die, I come back to life. So it's it's really not that deep. But that would piss me off, you know? I might go upstairs to record a track. I might get writer's block and that'll piss me off, yeah? Because NBA 2K... Pisses me off, right? So, what do I do when I'm in a bad mood? I do nothing. Might go have a nap. Might mindlessly scroll through Instagram, Snapchat. Things I don't really do often. Things just, you know, pass the time to make myself calm down. And once I'm calm, then I'll continue with my day. And that needs to be normalised, okay? We need to normalise being in a bad mood. Because I feel like people feel pressured, socially pressured, to be productive 24-7, right? And that means no matter what your mood is, you have to be doing something, you know? You have to be doing something, right? And that's, that's not okay. That's not okay. Nobody is happy 24-7. It's, and that's, that's okay. You're allowed to say, hey, I'm sad. I don't want to talk right now. It's okay to air people.
that my air, I mean, if somebody messages you, I don't care who it is. And I mean this, right now I sound a bit rude, and that's just because I was talking about 2K. Um, that gets my blood boiling, right? But I mean this in the most calm, let me just calm down. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. As I was saying, it's okay to not respond to a message straight away, right? Nowadays, people get berated. I hope that's the right word. I will look it up and put it in, and if not, I will correct myself accordingly. But people get berated, I used it again, for airing people. Now, we need to understand and acknowledge that our lives are not intertwined with other people. As much as you might spend a lot of time with your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your lives are not intertwined. They are very much separate. And a lot of the times, people don't know what you're going through on a day-to-day basis, you know? So, let's say today, you, you know, you had a really good day. For example, a really good day for me would be to do something productive, such as record an episode for a podcast, maybe do a bit of editing, and then work out, eat a good meal. Those are things, all things that I want to do for me and myself, right? So that would be a good day for me. If I get all of those things accomplished, that would be a good day for me. Right? But a bad day for me would be if I were to go play basketball and I was just upset because I was missing shots. And then after that, um, I almost missed a Zoom call. I make the Zoom call and then nothing productive is spoken about in the Zoom call. Then I'm late to link my boys in Stratford. Yes, that's exactly what happened to me the other day. I started off that day in Stratford so in such a bad mood. Um, and I was genuinely worried that I was going to affect the mood of other people. Because as I said to you, anything I do when I'm in a bad mood, I do it poorly. And that includes talking to people. So if I'm in a bad mood and I'm talking to you, as I said, chances are, if I'm in a, if I'm in a sad mood, I'm going to bring the mood down. If I'm angry, we're going to start arguing. And that day I was in a sad mood. So I really didn't want to bring the mood down. And as I just said to you, it's okay to air people. Even if you're in a social setting, because it wasn't just me and my boys. Um, it was just me and my boys, some girls, some friends just linked up in um, Westwood. So I, was, uh, I said to myself at the start of the day, well, I didn't actually. It was one of the girls said to me, oh, you guys look like you're having so much fun. And I said to her, I've had a day. And she's like, yes, it's only one o'clock, mate. I was like, it's one of those days, isn't it? And after she said that, I was like, oh, rah, if it's that noticeable, I need, to, I need to sort it out because I don't want to spend the entire day looking like a spoiled sport. So what I did was hung back from the group a bit. I was a couple of steps behind everybody. I wasn't involving myself in the group conversation. I was on my phone for a bit, not, not even doing anything, just making it look like I was doing something, just to, just to calm down. And eventually I said to myself, okay, look, Rashad, you're just being a bit antisocial now. What happened in your day shouldn't affect these other people's days. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm right. Of course I'm right. Come on. So, I was like, just put it together, you know? Whatever happened in the day previous, you can deal with that. Not in the day previous. In, in that, yeah, that 
did make sense. Confidence. Whatever happened during that day should not affect anybody else's day. And as the day went on, my mood did improve. You know, I was able to join in with the banter, uh, the conversations, serious conversations. So yes, it's okay to air people. As I said, I personally just don't talk to people some days. Like just, there are some days where I delete my socials for the whole day just to kind of force myself to not have the distraction. I don't have to do that anymore. When I wrote this, these notes, um, I kind of had to do that. But nowadays, I still have Instagram and Snapchat. I just rarely go on them. Not that I don't go on them. I do go on them occasionally. But I rarely go on them these days. Just because talking to people when, during the times of day where I want to be productive, is just really distracting for me. So I just tend not to go on them before about 3pm. Because I, I get up quite early. Um, so I'll be doing something productive from like 8 to about 3. Remember what you like to do and then do those things. Right. And that seems like a random thing. But let me relate it back to what to do. What do you do when you're not in the mood? So you just got done playing 2K, right? Your blood is boiling. Think about something you enjoy doing. I like writing. I like I like playing most games. I like watching YouTube videos. I like eating sweets. So if I'm just finishing a session of 2K, I'll go do any of those things that I've just listed. Because I know that's going to improve my mood. And I've written here as well. Like, like, try. Wow. Oh, and you may have noticed my nail. Let me just talk about it now. Since uh, you've probably seen it. What had happened, there's no story behind it. Literally, I walked into my mum's room yesterday morning. Or two days ago. And she was painting her nails. She said, let me paint your nails. Yes. This is the second time I'm interrupting my podcast. No, I'm joking, go on. I think I'm going to cut it there still. Okay, so I did go downstairs, but I'm now going outro. So I'll see you guys in the next one. That just hurts me to do, man. It just hurts me to do. Actually, no, that. Now that I think about it, let me just play it back. One second. Yeah, you know, that's going to be it. I'll see you guys in the next one.